What is up, F Yeah, see, scary. It's a scary I'm bear. sorry, I completely freaked you out. Go ahead. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 115th episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the video game podcast where you talk about anything under the video game sun. I am your beeping in the background host, Jinji. With me, as always, is Riley. Hey, what's up, guys? And we have Val. What's up, people? And we have a very special guest for this week, someone who I've been listening to, honestly, for quite a while, and I'm sure he'll plug all of his fun stuff later on. But uh, Mr. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on this week. Hello, and thank you for the invitation. All right. Um, do you want to just a uh, quick introduction to your, uh, of yourself to oh, let sure. our listeners know? Yes, yeah, some context is always good, right? Nobody has any idea who I am. So um, my name is Chris, as it was mentioned just, just now. Uh, now we're all caught up. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I have a podcast as well, as Jinji uh, mentioned. It's on Pokemon Go in particular. It's called GoCast. It's a weekly show. Cover some news, talk about tips, tricks, uh, Pokemon lore. Yes, that exists. And uh, set some goals every single week and then fail them the following week and laugh at ourselves. And that's it. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Okay. As if, I, as if I don't know that Pokemon has lore. Do I, as if I don't know that Pokemon has lore when I just hit the fucking 76th episode of my Pokemon podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, lovely people. Let's go ahead. Excuse me. Get this show started. My favorite bit transition of a show, Riley. I know you hate it, but I love it. Got to make a phone call. We will be right back. Didn't you say you were going to change that at episode like yeah. 50? Yeah, I did. But hey, at least here we are, like 170, Yeah, I missed that. I don't even know where my phone is, so don't you do it. It's like in the living room, and all of the parents are like, "What's going on? If my phone starts ringing, I will kick your ass." Yes, I see. Good news, everyone. But all Who's right, this you guys. strange man named Gingy on your phone. Pulling from GamesIndustry.biz, written by Brandon Sinclair. Xbox had uh, Bethesda purchase wasn't to keep games away from other platforms. Something that I've been a little curious on, a little worried since the of the acquisition of. Bethesda, a Microsoft acquisition of Bethesda parent ZeniMax last month opens the door to making franchises like the Elder Scrolls Doom Fallout exclusive to the Xbox gaming ecosystem, but wasn't necessarily the plan. Um, Xbox head Phil Spencer told Kotaku in an interview published today, as of writing, and this article went up on Friday, uh, October 16, 2020, when asked if it was possible for Microsoft to recoup the $7.5 billion it had spent on Bethesda if it didn't put the Elder Scrolls Six on the PlayStation to maximize sales, Spencer quickly said it was, excuse me, and then added a bit more in how he viewed the acquisition. Quote, this deal was not done to, to take games away from another player base like that, Spencer said. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was, how do we keep... How do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play games, not fewer people to be able to go play games. That being said, he also added between Xbox consoles, PCs, platforms supporting Game Pass, I don't have to go to I don't have to go ship those games on any platform 
other than the platforms that we support in order to to kind of make that deal work for us, whatever that means. It means that it's going to be Xbox and PC exclusive most of the time, Genji. That's what it means, which is what I expected. Well, to, to be fair, they've already uh, confirmed that they're, they're the... If I can talk, damn. <laughs> oh, but they've already said that um, they were in development with Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield already for PlayStation. They're not stopping it. But that was before the acquisition. Now, Genji, let me ask you a question. How's uh, how's that Banjo three on the GameCube tweeting you? What? The, I'm I'm making a reference to how Xbox bought Rare, and there was supposed to be a Banjo Kazooie sequel on the GameCube. Oh my! Because Xbox bought Rare. Are you trying to make <laughs> me cry on this show? Is that what you're trying to do? Oh no! I don't want to talk about nuts and bolts. It didn't exist. I'm not talking about nuts and bolts. I'm talking about Banjo 3 for the Nintendo GameCube. No, I know. I think I'm pretty sure that the generally held uh, opinion is that Banjo uh, nuts and bolts, like what is just the assets left over from what was going to be Banjo 3. Yeah. Which is depressing beyond depression itself. Yeah. All I can think about when I think about Banjo 3. How can there be something that's worse than me? Because I am depression in physical form. Oh no. Oh, no. Well, it's nice to meet you, old friend. <laughs> but, like the, but like the only thing I could think of when I think about nuts and bolts is the John John video about it. Like this the only Oh me thing too. Really yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play that game. I watched a video about people talking about that game. Absolutely. But I, I kinda wanna say really quick so like if there's a if there's a fear, right, that this this theory that the acquisition is going to limit it it being Bethesda titles moving forward, especially for next generation consoles mm. to just one or two. I think Phil Spencer has like gone on record. Well, actually he might not have actually gone on record, but his record, I suppose of delivering games on every imaginable platform. I mean, take a look at Skyrim. They republished that game for 10 years. I think that it is a core ideology and belief of that company. And especially of Phil Spencer's in particular, because you know, he likes money. Um, that they would want it to be on everything. Now, it might be the case that they would offer like an exclusive pre-order bonus on some platforms right. and not others, but I doubt they would limit complete box sets. Right. You know what I mean? You can no, dress no, as, exactly. you can dress as uh, Master Chief in Elder Scrolls 6. I'm down. Let's do it. 100%. <laughs> I mean, they've shown that they can do that. You know, Skyrim on Switch, go put a Zelda amiibo on your thing, and boom, I'm running around killing dragons with the Master Sword. I didn't Perfect. know that, and that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, the the specific Skyrim edition, you can use amiibos to to use that, and it's like an NFC like shout spell that you use. You aim it at the ground, and you'll see this little circle pop up, and that's when you take any sort of amiibo, put it on the uh, the NFC the NFC adapter on the Switch, and it'll force spawn a uh, a chest for you. And if well, you use any. Me. Excuse me while I go get my Charizard amiibo. <laughs> oh beat up a gosh. dragon as a fucking dragon. Yeah, you awesome. find a Charizard in the game, and you even you, you get uh, you get Link's outfit too. Kinky. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> Let me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Skirt Skirt damn. Oh. <laughs> Wait. So you said there was Skirt a voice damn. thing. Damn. Do do you actually have to say the shout spells like yourself? Does it no? It, it's it's a, a a spell a spell slot that you 
that you use to the to dragon shots. Oh, okay. I got really excited. I'm like, am I going to scream thoom at my switch? Hey, hey, the VR, the VR edition. You could, you could yell the spells if you wanted to. I would love to do that. Because I have that for my, I have my PlayStation. I got the VR uh, Elder Scrolls, and yeah, you can, or you can just hit the buttons. But yeah, if you yell, you can use the in-game mic. That's awesome. That's awesome. Immersion to the max. But (laughs) uh, next little bit I have. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh, what? Yes. I just want to say, I'm, I'm, this is a funny show. I'm trying to make a joke. I just want to say, I can imagine in my head the uh, Chris's young listener base writing in and being like, I, I, I hid from my mommy and I listened to this explicit podcast you were on. What does kinky mean? What is that word? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Play any Zelda game. It'll become apparent to you, young man. <laughs> it teaches you. Oh. I mean, okay, okay. Can we all just agree that there is in, an incredible amount of sexual tension in every single Zelda title? Most because oh, yeah, the character 100%. can't talk. Uh, uh, and the Princess Zelda's ass in Breath of the Wild being the most egregious of them. <laughs> Sinful. Uh, excuse me, sir. What about the humanoid form of Princess Midna and Twilight Princess at the that tail too. end of that game? That also. Or if we just gonna game, overall? Or if we're just going to overall talk real quick about Nintendo shit, that oh, dragon lady from Dragalia Lost needs to fucking take a cold shower and calm the fuck down. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I am entirely down for everything she says. The we oh, need God. something. We got to give him something. Yeah, true, true. But um, Look, that dra- that dragon character's wife is uh, material, and I don't know why you're so upset about it, Ginger. Listen here, you motherfuckers. Can you <laughs> shut up? <laughs> hey, I was about to say, speaking of Nintendo, because that, that was a good transition, Um, little update, um, pulling from Cerebeat.net. Um, as you guys are listening to this, Crown Tundra comes out Friday. So, yay. Oh, you're right. We're all wow. excited for that. Um, Riley, you have a was... Pokemon podcast, and you don't even know when Crown Tundra comes out? What the I fuck don't is even have Isle of Armor yet. That's true. You don't even have the DLC. You need Ooh. to shut your fucking mouth. I'll be done by the I'll be by the whole pass the next Riley. Week. What? Yeah? You haven't done Isle of Armor yet? No, I haven't purchased Isle of Armor. He's oh. gonna well, he's was, gonna play I, out of order. Here's, here's my here's it. my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. I Isle of Armor looks cool, but it didn't w- look worth thirty dollars, so I wanted to see what Count Tundra would be to see if it was oh. worth thirty dollars in double package. Okay, the moment you heard that legendaries were going to be available in Crown Tundra, you should have just bought it. Mm-hmm. But you can get like, legendaries in raids anyway. I'll just play man, with my I friends. Suffered. Yeah, I'm making I sure you're not in my shiny den raids. Of armor. Oh, yeah. uh, I enjoyed it. I oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Isle of Armor was awesome. The only thing I absolutely dreaded doing was finding all those stupid diglets. I have four more, and I have never, <laughs> I have never found them. <laughs> But um, speaking of that DLC, there was recently a showcase that had a specific focus on the Dynamax Adventure part of the Crown Tundra. Um, to that showcase Dynamax to Adventure. get the legendary Pokemon, you have to face off against three Dynamax Pokemon beforehand. From where you start after and after defeating it, you then have a choice on whether or not you want to go. Uh, to the next stage to fight the next Pokemon and then ultimately to the final Pokemon. Um, They also have shown that damage received from the previous stages carry over as so does PP and HP loss. However, you can find characters and berries on the path that can heal. You get guaranteed capture of the legendary Pokemon you face, but you can only capture one. 
Can you not uh, heal with like potions and shit in between? No. Oh shit. So they're taking like a mobile game format. Is that what it? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. You're right. Right. And I, I was kind of oh, nervous God. that they were going oh, to go in this God. direction based on those like game board screenshots we got to see. I was like, oh boy, right. they're going Summoner's War with this, aren't they? Yeah, it certainly gave me that vibes. Yeah. And then you got to pay for Pokeballs, to eat special Pokeballs to catch the legendary. We I already paid for the game. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang on a second. I turned to a consumer for a hot <laughs> the second. The PTSD <laughs> just got triggered. But um. And then yes, in the last Chris, little did bit. Did you play an uh, EA news. game recently? Is that why you're so upset? <sighs> no, nah, man, it's in the game. <laughs> but let's not talk about EA and just fucking uh, Plants vs Zombies two into the microtransaction hell that it is now. But um, they released a new code for the Kalos Cat Pikachu. So if you're into that, the yes, Kalos hat is now available. I had to go let a dog yeah. outside. What did I miss? I was talking about uh, Crown Tundra stuff, and they just oh, released. Uh, I saw the Kalos hat Pikachu. I saw. I just want to hear about. I just want to hear about Pepper. I don't care about Pikachu. Pepper is a doggo, and she is currently eating because she had to go outside, and now she's eating food. And oh, baby, eat. That is Pepper. That is what she's doing. She will not be making an appearance because I am too lazy to go and. Grab her again. Understandable. I don't want to talk about fucking animals right now. I am sick and tired of my two send cats having fights at two o'clock in the afternoen or in the morning. It's two o'clock in the afternoon does not seem like yeah, a bad. Yeah, it's, it, it's been a long day. I have fought continuously. You, you know, regardless, who has some news they would like to talk about? I got some news. Apparently, Gingy does. News. He's got he's got cat fights going on in his apartment. Ayo. Ha. I wouldn't hey. be that lucky. I wouldn't be that lucky. Come on, let's be for real. Well, I mean, we all know if there's a cat fight in Jiggy's mm-hmm. apartment, Val would be one of the combatants. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> anyway, so from gamesindustry.biz, written by Matthew Handrahan. She's glaring at the camera. I can feel it. <laughs> I am building my puzzle. <laughs> I am building my puzzle. <laughs> Anyway, it's a puzzle she got custom made. It's a picture of Gingy. Um, okay, you know Store. what, Riley? I will be <laughs> hopping on the next flight to Florida to kick your ass. Okay, cool. Uh, Game Digital Up is written by Matthew Handrahan. PlayStation Store to drop PS3 content and wish list on desktop and mobile. PS Vita and PSP games will also be gone as part of an incoming store revamp. The article states Sony will no longer sell content for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PSP the PlayStation Store's mobile and desktop storefronts. These changes were confirmed in an official email from Sony, sourced by the popular Wario64 Twitter account, as part of an impending revamp of the PlayStation Store. Users on the mobile and desktop versions of the PS Store will no longer be able to buy both full games and add-ons for PS3, PS Vita, or PSP, in addition to apps, themes, and avatars. Just as striking is the decision to remove the wishlist function from the mobile and desktop PS Store. According to Sony's email, all cut all items in a customer's Your Wishlist section will be removed. None of the changes will affect the PS Store and console. However, where the same content in the Wishlist function will still be available. Sony said that the new storefront will launch on desktop between October 21st and 26th and on mobile on 28th. The PlayStation 5 launch will follow shortly after on November 12th. So yeah, uh, mobile and desktop PS Store uh, ditching old consoles. 
you can only access the PlayStation Store on those consoles for the consoles themselves now. Well, I can I can understand that to a point, but at at least silver lining, if you still want to buy stuff off of your Vita, off of your PSP, PS3, if you still have those consoles, then then you're golden. I literally thought that they didn't even do PlayStation Store on the PSP anymore, so it is actually comforting news to me that they still do that because I actually am looking into getting a PSP, and the ones that are uh, capable of being modified so they don't have to deal with the PlayStation Store are much more expensive than the newer ones that cannot be modified. So I'm glad there's a PlayStation Store there for me to obtain my games legally and for a reasonable price. My question is, why have Night like not adapted all of those PSP and, and Vita-specific games to just be just played on a regular modern day console so that those those handhelds can can die in peace i mean a lot a lot of them are but like there's just you know you want a handheld it's got some games like i'm sure a lot of yeah. the best psp games have been remade on like the ps4 not or, one of them in particular that comes to mind for me it just like, seems, no way they're gonna do it it just seems odd that they would continue to support that when it seems like counterintuitive to most developers when you're talking about ex- exceptionally old antiquated systems well yeah but they're not developing for those systems anymore they're just supporting buying content which i'm a big fan of the fact that they're not letting that particular thing die off because i'm a very much a person who's like we gotta conserve media in all of its form gotcha bold of you to assume you like to support buying games when you insist everybody else buy your games for you riley Oh, I bought my games for myself fired. now. That was when I didn't have a job. Now <laughs> he's a lobbyist. He's lobbying for those games. <laughs> I just spent a hundred dollars on fucking Wii remotes so I could play Mario parties with my friends. Let's not forget the three dollars for the Pepsi Zero today. Yes, yeah, the, that, the was a, that was a sale Zero. actually. No, the no, the, the, Pepsi it, was, it was six liters of Pepsi Zero for three dollars. It was seven. <laughs> Six liters for three dollars. Yeah, it was a sale. I <laughs> uh, get a three two three two liters for three dollars. That's just value. I don't think we can argue with that. <laughs> yeah, I went in there expecting to walk out with four <laughs> liters of sparkling water, and then instead I walked out with six liters of Pepsi Zero. The fact that you walked out with Pepsi Zero. Uh they it was there was not the same sale available for Coke, or I would have got Coke Zero. <laughs> Likely story. Respect. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> I can tolerate Pepsi products, but Coke is the way. <laughs> anyway, though. You're right here, um, folks. Riley wants to do Coke. <laughs> we do not condone the use of drugs. Drugs are I'll bad. Start, I'll start with weed okay. and I'll go from there. Drugs are there bad. There you go. Anyway, though. Um, do we have any more any more news, or can we go ahead and hop on to the the next segment? Uh, yeah, I think Vito's outside. Okay, All I've right. got I've got oh. one thing. It's it's not quite an article. I've got a question. This can be a sidebar, uh, but it's not like an article verbatim. But I, I did kind of want to see. Would you mind if I asked the question about oh, if no, eggs are loot boxes? I, you, you know what, we can talk about eggs real quick. Um, I can somewhat consider them to be. Okay, all right. So, do you want me to reference uh, the Team Rocket event? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh-oh. So, I've 
Uh, so I've got something to bring up really quick. It's kind of more like a discussion topic rather than news article. Um, on October 12th, uh, PokemonGoLive.com, this is where I'm pulling from, um, they an- put this blog post out to announce a new event, as I, they do all the time. Uh, but this one is a Team Go Rocket-based event, and I'm not going to bore everybody with the details. But for those of you that don't play Pokemon Go, although from the sounds of it, it sounds like the listenership is at least a little bit familiar, uh, you can incubate eggs. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> to hatch uh, Pokemon. And uh, it's kind of like a crapshoot. There's a pool in every type of egg, and they introduce a new type of egg with this event that is going to be a permanent addition. It's a 12-kilometer egg. Um, and so this re-sparked the conversation in the community, as it always does, about uh, the ethical underpinnings of these. Are eggs loot boxes is really the question I want to ask everybody here. Forgive me if you've discussed this already, but I think it's no. it's worth revisiting. No, we really haven't. Um, oh, okay. It, uh, if we're talking specifically about these brand new 12-kilometer eggs, the, the amount of work that you would have to do, especially if you're a freemium player, the amount of work that you would have to do to get these eggs, to get the chance of that Pokemon, because I've hatched uh, four four red eggs so far, and I, I haven't gotten any of the new Pokemon out of it. I've only oh, hatched really? one. I've only hatched one, and I got Volby the first time. Oh, nice. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it's the, the amount of work that you would have to do in order to get the eggs. You know, you, you can only get those eggs from biting, uh, from fighting the Team Go Rocket bosses. The only way you can get them is to effectively defeat six grunts in a row. Yep. It's, yeah, I don't think... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think that's pretty much the sentiment right now across the board, is that that's, it's so much of an ask for a chance. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. come on. So I've hatched nine of them, and I've gotten out of those five of them have been new Pokemon. I've got three Volibees, a Sandile, and a Ponyard. But I've been looking online and seeing other people's feedback, and nobody else is really kind of even getting close to that lucky. No. So it's a bad sample size. <laughs> but from the sounds of it, I think you know the chance is just awful for the amount of effort. It's not like you're paying and, and pulling a lever, and whatever the, the real stop is what you get. It's like you work for this. 12 right. kilometers is is long. It's a long walk. Even, even currently right now with the... Because right now incubators have a uh, shortened time. Even still, mm-hmm. three, three kilometers. That's three kilometers of work. And if you only get... And you, if you are a uh, freemium player, you if you don't buy incubators, if you don't have incubators stacked up, you only have the unlimited incubator. That's one incubator, three kilometers. If you have nine eggs, you're walking 27 kilometers to hatch these eggs. And true true it's been us it's, it's right. definitely a, a loot box effectively okay so so then if we're all kind of in agreement that they're loot boxes and that they g- require a lot of effort and that's Wait, kind of a bummer for, them? You, for, the, for the eggs yeah it's kind of complicated you can for the shadow eggs technically if you want to buy a rocket radar in order to get to them but you can get to any type of egg in the game for free yeah, it's spinning okay. stops or loot. spinning stops, uh, hatching or opening. Is a thing. Go ahead, Val. If you're spinning stops or opening gifts and stuff like that, you are you have a chance of getting a egg. Usually, gifts will be implemented to get the Alolan forms of eggs. Yes, since they took the babies out a little bit ago. Uh huh. Um, so then, that kind of begs the question: Should they should they have to publish uh, the rates for these egg pools? If they're going to be categorized as loot boxes. Now, I thought they actually did that. I mean, I could be mistaken. I thought I did see something, though, about the rates. But at the same time, their rates could be off because they had posted, if everybody remembers, when they did the 
uh, dragon event and you were able to get uh, Dino for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so God. That, to get the, just that. getting a shiny one, the rate for it was 0.01. Yeah, are you basing off of very, the Silk Road research? I believe so. It was, I believe okay. that's, it was a very broken yeah. odds, and a lot of players were angry about that because they found out how the odds worked. And the, there were some people who got lucky and they did get that shiny egg. But, uh, but for people who like paid, especially to do uh, the event, they uh they basically were gypped of their money because it was the odds of getting that shiny were next to none yeah uh, that's a complete other conversation for sure like they the the marketing on that was slightly misleading based on the verbiage they chose to use or chose not to use rather um but mm. I, I i would draw issue with the sylph roads uh, like their statistics on those egg hatches because their sample sizes per day were like 80 to 100 eggs. That is true. And in, in my mind, that's not enough, but I think it's it's close enough that we could be like, oh, it's pretty low. <laughs> you know yeah. what right. I mean? It can't be too far off. So, yeah, I mean, th- what's the harm of not putting the percentage percentages there? You know, I mean, other loot boxes and other companies before there was laws up about them, it's it's a gambling thing. And so it just needs to be officially categorized as the same sort of thing, uses the same mechanic. It, it triggers the same part of our brain that wants to, to pull that trigger. You know what I mean? Um, right. So it, it's to their benefit to not have them published because it's to the benefit of the other ones to also not have it published, but they have to now. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a meta concept thing, I suppose, especially when law gets involved. I mean, regardless, I'm sure, you know, the diehard player fans who've been playing the game since day one haven't stopped playing. You know, they're going to pay, they're, they're putting their money's worth. They're putting the time to get those, uh, get those eggs, get those Pokemon. But the people that are jumping into the game and think, oh, this is a cool mechanic. This is the best way to jump in. You're going to lose them really quickly, especially if they don't have some type of, uh, estimate of, okay, what are my odds of getting this Pokemon? This is the Pokemon I wanted to get. I heard it came into the game. This is why I downloaded the game. What are the odds I'm going to get it? And if they hear it's next to none, like, for example, Dino, they're not, they're, it's going to immediately turn them away from playing. And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a, really, to... it, it's a really great way for people to lose interest, I, I suppose. Yeah, if you keep, like, hedging on and betting on people being like, oh, I guess I'll just put some money into this, why not? Oh, I got burned a little bit, maybe next time. That next time, if you say it enough times... There is no next time. I think you're right. Yeah. But um, so yeah, but that's a good one. Good one that you pulled up there, Chris. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Discussion. Just, it's just like it's the talking point, you know. <laughs> but um, I think Vito is here to tell us about uh, this day, as far as the 19th goes. I thought we fired Vito. Uh, he, he's up. back here for another pity week. I mean, he's back this week. Vito! Hey! No, no specs for Vito's segment. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am here. It is me, Vito. Hello, our special guest. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. <laughs> I'm here to regale you with this day. In gaming history. Just get out with it, Vito. 
Can you guys stop <laughs> with with the fucking disrespect of the segment? <laughs> no, bring Vito back. Bring Vito back. Hey, we're not talking to you, Riley. Yeah, come on, Riley. I mean, Shut we, the fuck up. We're different people. We can both talk. Uh, okay, then by all means, Riley and Vito talk about talk at the same time right now. The same Let's exact go. time. <laughs> no, I would. I would never. I would never interrupt my friend Riley when he's talking. Bullshit. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> now to talk about this day in gaming history. This day in 1999, Crash Team Racing was released for the PlayStation. This day in 2005, Crash Tag Team Racing was released for the PlayStation 2. This day in 2006, Custom Robo Arena was released in Japan. This day in 2010, Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team was released for the PSP. And Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 2 was released for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And finally, this day in 2018, Dark Souls Remastered was released for the Nintendo Switch. And this has been This Day in Gaming History. Alright, thank you. That's right. Class. Thank you for the, for the applause. <laughs> appreciate it. All right, bring Goodbye, Riley back. Bye, my friend. <laughs> yeah, okay, we, hi. We, we kicked we kicked Vito <laughs> out. He's gone. But uh, yeah, we're gonna jump into the next segment. We will be right back. And welcome back to the next segment of the show, you guys. Well, we will talk about what games we have been playing this last week or so, or anything else we would like to bring up. Mr. Special Guest, we'll start with you. What have you been up to? Oh, hey, what's going on? Um, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Surprise, surprise. surprise. Uh, we lost Riley. Do you want me to stop? No, no he, he'll be back. He has Sometimes he has Discord issues. Oh, okay. All right, cool. But besides Pokemon Go, I have been under the thumb of the tyranny of being addicted to Monster Hunter World. Uh, for PC, uh, I might add. Uh, <laughs> it's consuming my life in such a complete way it's hard to quantify let me just leave it at that and aside from that no nothing Mm -mm, that's it you got time for anything else when you play monster hunter no no chris wakes up chris wakes up he breathes in the fresh morning air and then he's like i I gotta go kill him where's my monster hunter (laughs) i was about to say wake up and play Wake up and play Monster Hunter? Nah, Chris, you, you, level with us, man. You're probably just laying down in bed and your your, your hands are, are just doing it while you're sleeping. Yeah, oh, he, he, no, he doesn't Monster even Hunter sleep. He just, yeah. Playing Monster Hunter is his sleep now. I was about to say, I just never fell asleep in the first place. That time has been replaced. What are you talking about? He's, probably, he's playing it right now. I he's am. Just, That's why you can't see me on Discord. He's he's sitting there <laughs> recording. He's not even, he's just playing it while we're recording. <laughs> Dude, you started recording? Bit. I was about to say, like, playing to, video to games fair, or recording the podcast. To be fair, never not happens. even five minutes ago, I just raffle stomped my way through Sierra. Nice, nicely done. You see, you see, Chris, this is a fight I had with them <laughs> for about ninety episodes, where I was like, "Don't play games while we're recording, please pay attention." And it's a fight I eventually gave up on. It's a losing battle. You know how gamers Riley, are, right? You, Riley, <laughs> you can't tell gamers to stop doing, stop playing games and go do the fucking dishes. What the We're fuck is wrong with epic you? Epic gamers on Pixels, Polygons, fun, man, bro. <laughs> we're all playing our Xbox. We're drinking our Mountain Dew, and we're. <laughs> hey, where, where's my uh, barrel full of Doritos? 
<laughs> a barrel, like a Donkey Kong barrel full of fucking Doritos. <laughs> barrel aged Doritos. <laughs> barrel aged Doritos. Oh, nice. We got a patent that. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta know. Because today, as of recording, lovely people, hopefully you participated. But uh, how many new shinies did you get for a community day? 26, Holy which is shit. under my goal for this this month, but that's all right. Uh, I think I got eight. You have. I, ha- I half-assed it, but oh, I okay. got eight. Respect, respect. Eight's good. As long as you grab three, I feel like that's a victory. Three um, is always the goal, because then you have right. one of each one. Absolutely. Right. Each evolutionary chain, usually. I, I do have more shinies that I got, and I will make sure to comment them when it is my turn. If okay. Val has not slit my throat. Yeah, uh, by the way, I just realized I gotta go. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Fuck you, Jinji. Uh, well, you know what? Since you're talking, what have you been doing, Val? Well, other than building this puzzle currently. <laughs> um, the puzzle uh, of Jinji with a single rose in his mouth. Riley? <laughs> I swear to fucking God, I will murder you. No, I'm not building a puzzle of my friend. I am building a supernatural puzzle, so shut your fucking mouth. Anyway... You're right, you're not um, building a puzzle of your friend. You're building a puzzle of your, uh... <laughs> and I'll stop there. I did approach the edge and I didn't jump. Awkward silence. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> All right. Anyway, Riley, what have you who? Wow! Well, you said you didn't do no, anything. No, 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 it's cool. You know, keep going. Keep going. It's fine. Fuck you, Gigi. Uh, no. No, go ahead. What, Val, really I want to know. I want to know. What'd you play I, this I want to week? know as well. A personal question from GoCast Chris. What have you been doing? It's true. From me to you, what did you play? <laughs> well, since Chris is so, so nicely asking. <gasps> I asked. Yeah, you also decided to just tell me to shut the fuck up. Anyway. I did not say that. <laughs> you basically did. I anyway. did not. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I have been playing some... I also did some, play some BOGO today. I got 10 new shiny charmanders. I was not Ooh. intending to play and get that many as I did. I also honestly forgot it was a community day. Uh, I drove. I took my car over to get an oil change and well, I just happened to have been in the parking lot of the place. I opened up the game and saw a Charmander. Not a bunch of them, just a single Charmander. And I caught it, and it just happened to be the shiny. And then I realized it was community day. So there was that. I ended up with 10. I also did evolve a uh, Shundo Charizard. Ooh. So I have two Shundos now. I, that is, <gasps> I have two Shundos, and now I have seven... Uh, Perfect. Uh, 100. Is Shundo some kind of Pokemon Go lingo that I'm it's a, 100% it's, shiny. It's a 100% shiny. I have uh, now seven 100% Pokemon, and two of them are Shundos. So wow. I have I have a shiny shiny Charizard and a shiny for alligator. Wow. I'm very jealous. I mean, I only have one Shundo. That's ridiculous. Uh, I don't have wow. a single Shundo. Y'all can shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shut up with your fucking three Vulpixes, you bitch. Anyways. Ooh, I'm into that, sister. Hey. Hey. We, <laughs> well, okay, I, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll save it. Yet. You're an enemy until I have one. Exactly. You know exactly. Hey, hey, hold on. Chris hold on. Hold on. Right now. Hey, guys, 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 guys. <laughs> we'll save this hate speech 
for when I inevitably tell, you know, this will be like my eulogy before the two of you just gang slit my throat and <laughs> steal my login information and steal all the Pokemon off of my account. Wait, are you Done. talking to Val and Chris? Because I want in on this too. I want to I want to join. Riley, yeah, you have to play the fucking also. game before you can do it. Before I can <laughs> kill Jinji? I don't think I need I don't think I need any qualifiers to kill Jinji. Oh you're just trying to kill Jinji. Oh I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, you know... <laughs> um anyway. I also had done my well I had started my uh Nuzlocke cycle six for the Dickadeus run. I ended up with a Cacnea for Route 111 in our lovely Hoenn region. It was bittersweet because I did almost do bad with Sanchez. I was hoping for a trip inch. Didn't happen. And it made me sad. But, you know, I got my little Cacnea buddy. He's chilling. I don't know exactly if he's going to be much use to me right away. But, you know, it's something. I also played some Animal Crossing with my mom because my mom did just have gallbladder surgery and she's been kind of hurting. So I've been playing some Animal Crossing with her. I also have started setting up another shiny den for somebody had recommended Yamaskas to do Runigigas for shiny dens. So I opened up my copy of Sword, which I haven't opened up in months. And let me tell you, it was a little bittersweet moment because even though t setting up the dens kills me inside because they take forever you know it was it was nice to get to go visit some of my mons visit my shiny lichen rock baby i missed him so yeah that's about all i've been doing okay riley what have you been doing oh uh, well mr mr friend mr jinji I have been playing some video games, if you wanted to know. Uh, Which I... ones? Even no, more I Barbie Island Adventure? <laughs> Never played that game in my life. Is that a How's game that exists? Is, is, it, is it engaging? If Barbie, if Barbie Island Adventures exist, I will play it for the meme. But anyway. <laughs> you um... play for the meme and get addicted and that's all you play. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um... Play it on stream. Get a blonde wig. <laughs> do it. Do it. You won't. First of all, big thing. I usually don't go into detail about stuff that happened on stream, but this is the one exception because I beat a game for the first time ever. I beat Crash Bandicoot 3. Ooh, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Did you just say, as a gamer, you finally beat a game for the first time? Yeah. Are you saying you rank put on every game? game? I'm saying I beat this game for the first time. I've never I don't Crash know. You gotta, you gotta clarify, man. Yeah, I've never beaten Crash 3 before, and I beat it on stream. And as Jinji can attest, because he was there, that final boss made me very angry. <laughs> uh, I don't was... know. I mean, it looked easy to me. Ooh. <laughs> it, was the last, uh, it was the last motorcycle level that first got me going, because the race was very precise. Oh, it wasn't Slippery Climb? You're all no, Slippery Climb slippery was in the first climb, game. Listen, I don't, listen, we all know I don't watch your stream, so how am I supposed to know what game you're playing? <laughs> yeah, Crash Bandicoot <laughs> 1 with Slippery Climb. It, Slippery Climb took me like fucking six months to beat. But, yeah, I beat Crash 3. It was a, an angry last stream, but I did it. And I'm also approaching the end of Kingdom Hearts, so hopefully I beat that soon as well. Which one? The first one. Oh. I guess that was that was an accurate title. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Is that your first time beating Kingdom Hearts one? 
Uh, yeah, I just started getting into the series. I actually, huh. um, I started with Dream Drop Distance because that's the one I had as a kid. I beat Dream sure. Drop Distance Dream, and then um, I started the first one. I'm pretty close to beating that. Can, I we, talk about, can we talk about for a moment how I bought King, the newest Kingdom Hearts for my uh, my PS4 and told myself I was never going to play it until I beat Resident Evil 2, and then I also said I wasn't going to play Resident Evil 3 until I the beat Resident Kingdom Evil 2. The newest Kingdom Hearts three or the rhythm game? Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. I, I said I was I wasn't gonna play Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts three until I beat Resident Evil two, and I said I wasn't gonna play Resident Evil three until I beat Resident Evil two, and I beat Resident Evil two, and I jumped to Resident Evil three, and I still have yet to touch Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, and I, I know, had that I know three is uh, fairly similar mechanically to Dream. Oh, Death I know, I know, but I also so somebody I forget who it was. I didn't like I didn't really watch any playthroughs playthroughs of the game, but I do know that somebody said that the ending for that game was relatively uh, was kind of disappointing. No, yeah, I again. Well, that's I why they made a new DLC, which is the price of nearly a full game to which, do a different ending. Well, which is why I probably will not buy it because I haven't even played the original playthrough. Yeah, I have all the I have all the Kingdom Hearts games that are available on PS4. I think it was like fucking a year ago when Penguin bought me that collection because it was like sixty dollars off. Yeah, it was on sale. And um, yeah, I beat. Dream Dot Distance, which was a good time, and I I started playing Kingdom Hearts, and, like, this is just for, like, the listeners and for Chris, not, I, I know my own shit, I'm sure you and Gingy know, but, um, Kingdom Hearts 1 was very rough at first, because it is extremely clunky if you compare it directly to Dream Drop Distance. Oh, I, like, I could imagine. Like, playing one of the last games in the series first, and then going back to the first game was kind of a rough transition. <laughs> But eventually, I got used to the little kinks, and then and now I've been enjoying Kingdom Hearts One for the most part. So, I have a follow up question for you. Mm-hmm. All right, how are you handling the abysmal dialogue? I'm just enjoying it for what it is. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. See, I played that as a kid the first time, the first Kingdom Hearts when it came out, and I didn't quite mm-hmm. notice it. And then I went back to try to re- revisit those titles because three was coming out, and I was like, yeah. "What? What is this? Is?" I can't handle what this. What is this voice acting? Ugh, it's bad. It is bad it voice is, acting. It is. Yeah. No, I like. I like how Sora has a cute little kid voice. It's weird to me that. It, 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 sorry, wait. Like, you said again. <laughs> Sora has a cute little kid voice. He's a baby, and then in oh, the next okay. game, he's voiced by a fifty-year-old man. That's true. Okay. <laughs> but um, anyway, as to the games I've been playing this week, I played. Have I talked about Persona 3 on the podcast yet? Did I not come on last week? Did you not come on last week, Riley? I don't remember talking about Persona. That's my problem. No, you never talked about Persona. Okay, well, no, I... I, Oh, because I didn't start it. I started it, like, after the podcast. So, um, I bought Persona 3. I already talked about how I bought Persona 3, but I didn't talk about how I played it. I'm about two and a half hours in now. It's a good time. I like it. I'm glad that I let Jason and my friend from work, Brian, bully me enough to buy a Persona game. Persona 3 is pretty good. That's a good one to start with. You didn't start with the original one, I would say that, because a lot of people were upset with Persona. Well, Persona 1 is pretty good. Persona 2, most people hate. Persona 3 was better. Huh? From what Jason and Brian tell me, uh, Persona 1 and 2 aren't worth playing at all. They just told they're, me to start No, with they're not. They're not. You, don't, you do not need <laughs> to play them. You do not need to play them at all, and you'll be completely fine. However, if you were to play them, 1 is better than 2, 2 is crap, 3 is good, 4 I and 5... I might play Persona 1 only because I have the capability of streaming it because it's on PS1. That's fair. 
Uh, but uh, anyway, other than that, I played Crash Bandicoot 2 on my own time. Um, I finally made it past the uh, ruin level that I was stuck on for like two weeks and made me extremely angry. And then there was this dumb digging bee level. That's a really weird way to describe the level. It's um, There's bees and they come after you and you dig in the ground sometimes. That's the, the, that's the gimmick of the level. And when you're in the ground, the bees can't get you. So that level was annoying. And then I beat the uh, the boss, and now I'm on the final world of Crash Bandicoot 2. The final five levels before the final boss. And I'm real I'm real scared, because I've been told, I've heard some horror stories about those jetpack levels, of which there are two in the final world. So we'll see how that goes for good old Riley, who, who took fucking two years to beat Crash 1. That's an exaggeration, but it took a year. <laughs> Somewhere around that general area. And, um... Is there anything else? I I know I bought... I still have a couple games I bought that I haven't played. Like, uh, Psychonauts, I know I gotta play at some point. Because um, I bought that. And then I bought, um... Nier Automata. Because Jason really wanted me to buy that. And then, um... More recently, specifically because I was looking for a game that I could uh, stream on my own time, because I've gotten to the point where my Kingdom Hearts streams are relying on Jason, because he's the only reason I can I can navigate Hollow Bastion even slightly, because he tells me where the fuck to go. <laughs> so, um, I was looking for something I could stream on my own. I did a Naruto stream, but it was it kind of sucked. And, um, I bought Knights of Pen and Paper, because that looked like a fun little game. And I'm probably going to stream that here soon, so stay tuned for, uh, Knights of Pen and Paper, twitch.tv slash Streams. And I'd say that's about it for my gaming week. Okay. Well, seeing as how we all talked about Pokemon Go, I figured get that out of the way. I can already hear Chris and Val light up their their torches, or grabbing their pitchforks. They're going to come slit my throat, so this will be my eulogy. Um, mm-hmm. I got I that every week. Um, you know that, eight, right? eight Charmander, eight shiny Charmanders for Community Day. I mean, I think okay. being eight for half-assing it is a fairly good number. Can you I... define half-assing? Play yeah. it for maybe ten minutes at a time. Stop. Come back maybe half an hour later. Just essentially wait for my spins. Where where my apartment sits at, luckily enough, I am on top of a cluster cluster spawn. So especially on community day, I'll have ten. Anywhere between uh, seven to ten char- uh, Pokemon pop up. Nice. See, my house is like that too. And so that—that's how I got them. I would play for maybe ten minutes at a time, wait like half an hour or so, jump back in, see what's there. Can we talk for a second? How I was going to completely bail on doing the community day after I caught the one. I was like, "Oh, cool, I'm done." And then I decided, no, I'm going to spend the ninety-nine cents and do the additional research. Maybe I'll get some more Mega Candy. And I had to do. They're a half hour of catching 45 Charmanders just to get 300 additional Mega Candy. I was low-key pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a little That's true. They also had the, the free search, the free research, and that had yeah, some I did both. energy as well. Yeah. I did them both, but I was I was low-key a little angry. I mean, luckily, I didn't pay, use my own money because I do Google Rewards, so I just used the Google Play credit I got. But nice. still, 99 cents. I had to catch 45 fucking Charmanders. It. It's a little disappointing, but um, oh. uh, with the the Go Rocket event is still live at the moment, if I am not mistaken. It, it is. is. I think it ends Tuesday. 
Um, I did come across quite a few different shinies. Um, randomly enough, I found a shiny Zigzagoon, which is nice. Uh, I have one one. Random. So I have my shiny family set, so I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Um, I caught a total so far of three shiny Vulpixes, so I now have two Vulpixes and yeah, a shiny uh, Nine Tails. Get out. <laughs> this is my show. Oh, I'm going to leave. <laughs> no. Right, me, me and Chris no, head out. Gingy out. This yeah. is Chris's show now. Replace Gingy with Chris. There you go. I'm in. Rude. Remember how you told us you were so excited because Chris was coming on this week? Yeah, by yeah. the way, by the way, we found your new replacement. <laughs> I feel like if I made a group chat with every Pixels host except for Gingy and put in a straw poll for who should host the show between Gingy and Chris, it would be unanimously Chris. Yeah, yeah. Ginger doesn't deserve anything, but anyway, I did do a couple of Giratina raids as well, and I did finally yeah, get off. a shiny origin form Giratina. Piss off. Okay. But the IVs? Uh, you know, to be honest, I never really checked it. You don't deserve I, it. I almost <laughs> It's a three star. It's 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 a three star. It's attack is almost, you know, I'll screen cap it. I had okay. a near perfect one and I was low key a little upset. It wasn't shiny, but I have a near perfect one and I was really upset that it's not perfect. And then I've randomly caught a uh, shiny Yanma. So that's my first one. Oh, I've been looking for that for... Okay, I'm actually a little bit upset about that one. <laughs> I have... I, I got a shiny Dunsbar, so fuck you. <gasps> I know. That's a good one. That's what I'm a little upset over. But, you um, have you have Shuckle. The so last I'm... shiny... Yeah, you don't fuckle with Shuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You don't fuckle with Shuckle. In any version of Pokemon, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> 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 but, um... Especially with all of the 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 Go Rocket event stuff, like a like we talked about earlier, um, I fought some of the Go Rocket bosses, and I got a shiny Shadow Growlithe from yeah, Lith, piss off from Arlo's. Piss off. <laughs> what Val said. Hey now. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just just remind just remind the viewers here. You also have a regular shiny Growlithe and a shiny Arcanine. You bitch. I do. <laughs> All right, so it's at a 14, 11, 13. That's pretty good, man. Based on your screenshot for your shiny yeah. Giratina. Sorry, Giratino. Giratino. Handsome but, um, devil. It is, isn't it? So I think that pretty much covers Pokemon Go with me. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Pokemon Masters because the Halloween event has started. Yeah, I haven't done that. And so you can now get a Halloween sync pair of uh, Ace Rolla dressed in a Mimikyu costume. And she is paired with Mimikyu. And you can no, also get... No, she's paired with Pikachu, duh. Oh, of course. It's Pikachu, <laughs> not Mimikyu. <laughs> but um, you can also get Hilbert, which is the male protagonist from Black and White. He is paired with a Mightyena. And I did a... Uh, because I had some spare paid gems left over. Uh, I did once a uh, pull on a paid summon with Ace Rolla. I did not get her, unfortunately. But I did a single pull off of Hilbert's banner, and I was lucky enough to get Hilbert and Mightyena. I think I did that with, uh... Who was it? What's his name? Wasn't it Blue? <laughs> no, well, yeah, Blue, I got Blue. I have all three of the Sigma suits of red, green, and blue. But no, uh, what's his name? Who has, uh, Chivalry. God, what was his name? I can't think of his name. 
I gotta pull up the fucking game. I gotta pull up the game. Steven Stone? Not Steven. Wiltrum with Aegislash? No. From the last event. I can't think of his name. Oh, Gladion. Yeah, that's it. I don't know why uh, I couldn't think of Gladion and Silvalli. Edgelord. That's I don't know why I couldn't think of his name for a second. But yeah, that's why that's why I took him because he's Edgelord. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason I did that pool. I was you like, know, I need Edgelord. I, I get, when people make fun of that character i like kind of take a little bit of issue because for an edgelord character like they lean into it he's done pretty well he's one yeah. of the best he's one of the better ones yeah, i mean obviously yeah. everybody everybody knows steven is steven is bay but yes steven is bay we can agree steven is bay. we can all agree steven is bay anybody who says otherwise can fight me but <laughs> I know Gingy's over there thinking, no, man, it's Sylvia. You know what? For the males, it's Steven. Sylvia. Cynthia, not Sylvia. Cynthia, yeah. Cynthia, no. No. What? (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, for context, my my celebrity crush is Michelle Obama, and and Cynthia (laughs) kind of scratches that itch. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Fair fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just gonna leave a no comment on that one, but oh, hey, I'm just saying, powerful women. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go, there you go. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, I'm real excited about Hilbert and Mariana. I can only hope that I can pull uh, Ace Rolla and Mimikyu because I I looked ahead for their their attacks for that for that sync pair, and it looks real fun to use. So f- fingers crossed. Um, drink what else? What else have I been doing this week? Um, I that, that thanks to a friend of the show DJ, he gifted me this game off of Steam. But I started the first playthrough on my Twitch of a game called Vanquish. If you guys have heard that one, oh yeah, okay. I showed up for ten minutes and then left because I fuck. I forgot tired. I played Phasmophobia. God damn it! I also forgot a game I played too. So <laughs> Ooh. I do know I do it every week. I forget one game every week. <laughs> Always, and usually usually if it's not the nuzlocke it's one game that i only played for i played really late at night like phasmophobia minesweeper minesweeper mm-hmm. yeah, minesweeper day every day all day every day <laughs> the jump scares in minesweeper are real let's just be honest with each other <laughs> oh my god if you can't if you can't get rid of those jump scares i don't know what you're doing <laughs> But um, so yeah, Vanquish. Uh, for those who don't know, is a third-person uh, sci-fi shooter type of game. You are essentially running in a exosuit. It's the best way I can describe it. Not like an exosuit that you think of, like Iron Man or the the javelins from Anthem. You you can run. You you can jump. You can legitimately rocket slide across the map. Oh, like crisis. Yeah, like Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good comparison. Um, and uh, Vanquish originally came out for the PS3, I believe. I believe it was a PlayStation I exclusive. It was PS3. Great console. Please bring Infamous Collection forward, please. please oh, that'd be, uh, man, they should bring that. They should bring all Sucker Punch games to PC. Please, oh, please, yes. I once like I saw a negative t- from one of my my favorite podcasters sent out a negative tweet about Infamous, and I'm like, well, Gingy's never gonna listen to that podcast. <laughs> nope. 
it, was, it wasn't negative about the gameplay. It was just that um he was pointing out how um Sucker Punch for their older games they would do like more like cel shaded cartoony art, and then they made a game about comic book superheroes and they ditched the cel shaded cartoony art for the comic book superhero game. And that was the criticism because it seems like the perfect game for that kind of style. Oh, they could have just made a Static Shock video game. Oh, <laughs> I can't too. wait for that Static Shock movie coming out. I heard that Michael Jordan is going to be the director. What is this what a joke? Are you, are you sure? Oh, it's it's a Michael joke? Jordan? No, no, is this a joke? It sounds like it. No, is. I swear it's oh, not. Okay. <laughs> Okay, good. Because if it was, you totally had me. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trying to think what else. What else have I been been playing? I think, honestly, that that about covers it. Can I say one thing before we move on to the topic? It's completely unrelated. Just a one little sentence thing. What's up? I just want to say that when I walk to work and my legs get sore and I try to treat that it looks like my room is a cocaine den because there's fucking baby powder all over the floor <laughs> dude sharing is caring what the fuck <laughs> dude, didn't you not just say like i don't know 20 minutes ago how we do not condone drug use and then you're over here trying to say sharing is caring what the trying fuck to take some cocaine from me he's trying sorting, to confiscate it for uh, my sorting baby good. powder is like uh it's a whole nother world though that? <laughs> that sounds like that experience there, Chris. What? I'm sorry, I what? went to college. <laughs> I went to college. Hey, I mean, I did too, but I didn't even do anything that crazy. Wait, distorting baby powder like have an effect on you? Does it do something? No, no, oh, I know this okay. is completely out of our asses, dude. Anyway, though, <laughs> let's go ahead and cut it here. I'm about and go to go into our. And try it. Into our oh Jesus Christ, Riley, you wow. do you then? I guess we are not. You I'm not are condoning. single-handedly going to be the next dumbass to start the new challenge. <laughs> you are the next Tide Pod challenge serious. dumbass of the year. Congratulations, Riley. If you're gonna do it though, you gotta do it on mic, dude. So oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound like Riley legitimately walked into the bathroom like I'm gonna go grab some baby powder right fucking now, bitches? <laughs> I did walk into the bathroom. All right. Anyway, though, you guys, we are going to cut it here and jump into our topic. We will be right back. Welcome back, you guys, to the topic of the show. We will generally pick a topic. I can do my intros. Where we pick a topic about anything under the video game sun and have a discussion about it. Uh, this particular topic um, came to mind because of you, Mr. Chris. Do you want to tell the wonderful listeners what we, what the uh, topic is this week? Oh, for sure. I thought that uh, we could talk about AR gaming. Uh, it's kind of a weird pivot because there seems to be such, an, uh, such a focus on VR gaming recently. But kind of under the radar, especially in the mobile sphere, AR gaming is really, really taking off. Do these higher episodes on the AR cards that came with the 3DSs that nobody used. Right. Hey, hold up. I did use those for a whole 10 minutes, so shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) I enjoyed playing with my little coin block for a whole 10 minutes, so it got its money's (laughs) worth. In fact, if I actually open my case, I'm pretty sure I still have the AR cards in the case. Nice. So you guys may be wondering what exactly is AR gaming. It is essentially. I don't think anybody who's listening to this is wondering that. Riley, shut your fucking mouth and let the man do his job. 
But they might. But they might. Some don't. I can let you know now. Oh, where's my bad? I know you're listening. Shit. All right, there, there you go, Chad. That was just for you, buddy. But um, <laughs> AR gaming. Who the fuck is Chad? Chad is a, a you know I can explain after the show. He's a coworker. Okay. Or, oh, oh, okay. Coworker of mine. But um, AR gaming is essentially a type of game that you would play that would focus around your camera, and through your camera lens, the game would you know play, and it would look as if that it's playing around the area that your camera is aimed at. It's a great way to. Uh, you mean gaming up. in the real world? Yeah. Oh, holy fuck. I'll sell my kidney the moment we have something that plays similar to SAO. Oh, like, here, man. Here's my left kidney. Let's go. I'll put that helmet on in the blink of an eye. Anyway. Goodbye get... to all of our lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll have a, I should have a savings built up again by then. Nice. To pay for that hospitalization. <laughs> <laughs> So um I think clearly the the what should be recognized is one of the most popular AR games. Have you guys been you may or may not have heard about it, but um have you heard of this game called Pokemon Go? Harry Potter Wizards Oh. <laughs> Loki, uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking actually before well Pokemon Go did use it, but there was another game by similar to the company that, you know, helps develop Pokemon Go. You know it's this other game? It's called Ingress. They I've use never it. Played Ingress. It's yes. yeah, Ingress. It does use some a uh, AR capabilities. Very little. Obviously, Pogo is one of the better ones that does it. But they're the ones who you know developed Pogo, so they had the technology. Right. They made Pogo sticks. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was kind of. Really. It was a weird. It was a weird parallel shift. Uh, but impressive nonetheless. Yeah. They gave up. They're just like, you know what? What if you played Pokemon Go on a pogo stick? You'd find a lot of spoings. You'd burn a lot of <laughs> calories. There you go. Hatch a lot of eggs. <laughs> no, I don't think you'd hatch a lot of eggs because they won't. It see pogo ca- does does kilometers when you're going uh, forward and backwards, not up and down. Oh, it depends. If but if it counts steps and it, you have your adventure sync uh, tied up to your your That's phone. True. It might. Man, does Avengers True. think count if I chuck my cr- phone across the room? Yes. <laughs> Yay! Chris, <laughs> do, do you know this from experience? <laughs> no, no. What? No. Calm, cool, and collected 24-7. Why, why do I feel like you're lying right now there, Chris? Oh, because you're a great judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Pokemon Go, um, Niantic, I think you, we can all agree they're the king of AR gaming. True. For now, anyways. Preach. Oh, for now? Ooh, I can make I'm an not, argument. See, as I'm to... not, see I'm, not, I'm not saying that because I don't play any other games that do uh, AR that's created oh, by I any do. different company, but I'm saying like, as of now, yes, they do because they have Pogo and Pogo is just they have a Pogo, money bag. It, they have Ingress, which I have no idea what Ingress is, but they also have um, Wizards Unite, which is essentially a, a uh, Harry Potter Pokemon Go skin. Oh, the one uh, I didn't play. Just about. It's it's actually what's really frustrating about Harry Potter Harry Potter Wizards Unite is that it has several game systems built into it that a lot of Pogo players would like, such as specialization and skill mm-hmm. trees. And exactly. You can do multiple different things at the points of interest. Like there's two different things to the greenhouses that you can do mm-hmm. that 
it doesn't translate over to Pokemon Go quite as well, but it could, no, and that's no. a shame. All right, we're even going to talk about um, features that we would want in Pokemon Go, like real quick. I want something to the effect of a Pokemon Center. Yes, I think that's a good idea. That, yes, I mean, I, I guess anybody can agree, especially but if you're doing a bunch get of raids. money for potions. Well, it make it limited. Like, hey, you can only revive six Pokemon time, and you have to wait a couple hours. Or hours. Mm-hmm. Just like with the gyms, you have to leave them twenty four hours. You know, well, you leave them in there twenty four hours after they fainted, something like that, and then they get returned to you, just like if they fainted in a gym. But I mean, because I mean, I I'm sure all of us love doing our weekly raid battles and stuff, and mm-hmm. watching our Pokemon faint, and then for the people who do play that don't want to make in app purchases. Leaving Pokemon in gym is the only way to get coins. So, then, well, uh, as of right now, there, as of right there now, is yes. a hybrid system being tested out in Australia um, that is going to be half some tasks, and then you could also leave Pokemon in the gym up to a cap. I think of fifty or fifty-five. It keeps going back and forth. We'll have to see. Um, another popular AR game that I play is uh, called Jurassic World Alive, and that is developed by Ludia. Which is essentially almost the same thing to to regards to Pokemon Go, but obviously it's dinosaurs. Um, instead of Pokeballs, you have uh, DNA darts. And when you see, let's say, for example, a T-Rex, right? You tap on the T-Rex, you see the T-Rex walking around, and you click and drag the the DNA drone that shoots the darts out. You essentially are playing bullseye with the moving dinosaur collecting DNA points. That's metal, dude. Oh, it's cool as hell. In fact, a small part that I really like about this, and just AR games in general, but specifically Jurassic World Live, my, my toddler, he loves, loves dinosaurs. And for, for me to load up Jurassic World Alive, click on the T-Rex, for example, and click the little AR button, I can force a T-Rex spawn through my through the camera. I can force a, a T-Rex to appear like it's sitting in my living room. That's it, pretty it, cool. It, it's the, the beauty of AR games. You get to see stuff and interact with stuff that isn't there. Right. And it's interesting because this technology applies to a lot of different things, not just these games where you're putting like a Pokemon or a dinosaur out in front of you, but even like some puzzle games. It seems to be almost like a parlor trick that a lot of mobile games are, are putting out there where it's like, oh, yeah, scan this area and we'll just manifest this thing on your tabletop so that you can like spin around it. And it's pretty cool. And that sort of stuff is interesting. Just transforming the space into something to play uh, is it called Minecraft World. What's it called again? The Minecraft uh, Minecraft one. Earth. Yes, Minecraft Earth. I haven't had the chance play to get too. my hands on it. Oh, you okay? Maybe you can shed some light on this then. But it looks, it looks really compelling. Yes, it does. Honestly, it's a lot of fun. Um, you can spawn these little dungeons that you can go into. Oh, cool! But, but granted, it is a little tricky with the AR camera because you know you got to move your phone, you got to twist and turn, do all that sort of stuff. Oh, I hate moving. Yeah, you definitely. AR just doesn't work for me in Pokemon Go. It just doesn't fucking work. Lucky for you, lucky for you, for those people who do not enjoy playing games in AR mode, it has an option to turn it off. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't enjoy playing in AR mode. I'm saying that AR mode doesn't work for me. 
I have to turn it off because it doesn't work. The Pokemon just doesn't show up. This has happened on both phones I've played on. Which phones phone. <coughs> have you been playing on? I don't remember what the old one was. It's probably not even supported anymore. This was a couple years ago, but the one I play on now is a Samsung Galaxy A10e. Yeah, probably doesn't support it anymore. It's a budget phone. I, I know they're going to be knocking off. They knocked my, my mom, who also plays Pogo. Um, I don't even check. She had to actually use my old phone because her phone has been outdated and she is not allowed. It will not run Pogo anymore. So she actually has to use my old uh, S7 and she has to keep it on Wi-Fi to play. So I usually if we're playing, if we go out, I have to turn on my hotspot just for her to play. So was that the uh, the most recent discontinuation of support? I think it was like build 1.89 something. Um, Okay. So so was it was it not letting her actually access the game or the game was no longer being supported on certain uh, phones? Yes. Right, but that just meant that they were not having continual support. They weren't going to patch it and stuff like that. So no, she wasn't able to open it. Oh, that's wild! Really? Yeah. Okay, although, well, then I had uh, although I'm not gonna lie, her, her her current phone is crap. She needs to upgrade. I keep telling oh, her to. I keep telling her to, but she sure. won't listen to me. Oh no! It's a it's a piece of wood with like a glass pane attached to it. No, she has it's a, just a Game Boy Color. She has a J3 Emerge, guys. She has a okay. J3 Emerge. You heard of this phone? Yes, I've heard of a J3. I had never heard of it until she ordered this phone. I told her why. That's that's like pseudo budget Android, correct? Correct. Yes. 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 Okay. Hey, uh, another popular AR game that comes to mind for me that I've had experience playing as well. If you are a fan of The Walking Dead, it is called The Walking Dead Hour World. Yeah. I played that for a day. Yeah. I played it. Not bad. Bit. I mean, I I haven't played it in a while, but. Oh yeah. yeah, no, no. It the the tech is really good. I just don't really care about zombies enough to sink my time into that game. Actually, I, I should clarify for, the Walking Dead universe. Right. I was about to say for half a second, I thought you were going to say sink my teeth into. I would have been like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> missed opportunity. Gingy, I'm going to fucking disconnect you. I swear to God. Gingy, <laughs> should we tell them now that I start every episode of the podcast that I'm on with like four puns at the very yeah, top? I, but that is my favorite part of the show. I'm going <laughs> to let you know now. Oh, of course it is. Of yeah, course tell me it they is. It. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I love it. I love that part. But, um, yes. There, there's so much. Uh, how do I want to word it? If you use a fucking the, the technology, right now and go bake the cookies. The technology the behind AR gaming is absolutely insane, and it's only getting better, better with time. Right. So I actually want to bring up something because I knew we were going to talk about this today. Uh, so the when we were talking about Niantic, and I believe Val was like, they're at the that they're at the helm for now, and I said I would have an argument against that potentially. Um, basically, they've been Niantic, being they, has been making several company and tech company acquisitions over the past few years. They've acquired like something like ten or twenty, something like that, yeah. Companies, yeah, and so they're they're snatching up all the people that would be building tech that might r- rival them, or would be snatched up by somebody else. Like, Lu- did you say Ludia is the company that yeah, makes? It's okay. not, uh, Jurassic World Live is Ludia. Right, so they don't have they don't have the capital in order to do that or make a bigger bid than Niantic would at this point in time. So they're doing a good job of solidifying themselves at at the helm of this entire niche. 
But more importantly, they've been pretty clear in a lot of their open company-based uh, communications and any sort of posts they make for people to, to read just in public about what what direction they're going to. And, and recently, one of the things they have now is in each of these AR games, in particular for Niantic, they have these things called points of interest that you can interact with. It's a, it's a focus stop. It's a it's a, a whatever the, the botanical place. I don't, I don't remember what it's called. Greenhouse, greenhouse. Oh, yeah, uh, yep, 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 yep. stuff like that. Those are all actual. Those are based in physical places in the world. Um, but they're putting this thing out where they want people to like scan the actual physical thing, and they're making the three D map of these points of interest. And so, uh, what I kind of want to pose is, where do you think they're going with this? Because it kind of escapes me, and it's mostly speculation. But if they're trying to three D map the world. Is the next step like a VR wise? Oh, yeah, step? I was about to make that comment. Are they going to make some sort of VR capable mode of Pogo? Right. And that if that's the case, that would me. be in a sense of you know, if everybody everybody knows that when you're sitting in the car because you nobody none of us play while we're driving. None of us play Pogo while we're driving. No, 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 never. Not play, once in my life. No, no, no. We no, all we are all the passengers in the car, and we know this because every time it says we're going too fast, are you a passenger? It tells you, oh, we're not doing it. That's not us. Um, if they're going to make a VR capability, you know, they're already afraid of people not paying attention to their phones and walking off a cliff as is. Do they physically want us to do this now? Yes. Call the herd. We're, oh, my God. We're the Tauros of the situation. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, because I wonder what they're going to be doing with it, because it's just the POIs. It's not necessarily the surrounding area. So is there going to be a situation where we can actually use VR um, or hold up our phone and see multiple different types of Pokemon? Are we all going to be able to see the same instance? I know they've been, they've right. been uh, trying to corner the market on that sort of technology. Or, and then that kind of raises it like for competitive PvP. Could we all get into a stadium? Two people are standing up on like oh, a stage and, we're, and we can all hold up our phone and see their Pokemon fighting like that's the dream, right? But what right. does it have to do with POIs? I can't wrap my head around it. Or or maybe if they're, if they're having a scan it, what what if they're taking that data to maybe build 3D models into the actual map itself as we're walking around playing? Ooh, that would be incredible. Because I mean, if if they're having us scan the item, I can entirely foresee it. You know, we're walking around. Let's say I'm d- downtown in my town. You know, we have a fountain, and that's a poke stop. Like I can I can entirely foresee that being like a little 3D version of that fountain just sitting smack dab right there on the map for my character to walk to. Right. But in, in a setting like a, like a city, like downtown Chicago, those are so dense. And some of those landmarks are so, Oh yeah. So big that I, I think I, that I would remember be too Go messy. Fest. Oh Go yeah. Fest, that, that was fun. I was there in Chicago. Like if only, if only I was listening to you guys then. Oh, I would have loved to have met you. That would have been fun. Ah, there's always next time. Hopefully. Yes, there is. Just, COVID. We'll just go, not this we'll year. <laughs> Rip GoFest 2020. Yeah. Hey, to be fair, to be fair, you know, I got to participate in GoFest because unlike some people, I don't have fancy monies where I can go ahead and call off work all the time and drive the couple hours from my town to Chicago. So. Oh, if you're that close, it's not so bad, right? I mean. I drove eight hours for that. Listen, listen. I don't even like driving two hours to freaking Pennsylvania to freaking Columbus. You think I want to drive from oh, Cleveland <laughs> to Chicago? <laughs> understandable, understandable. 
and then there's nowhere to park. You're like, well, I guess I gotta leave. I gotta leave. I gotta. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> but no, it's just the, the 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 more time goes on, I can see AR just getting so much more tech uh, technologically advanced. Right. So, do you think it's, there's more potential in VR or AR technology? I I firmly believe so. And it's not that you know I'm a Sword Art Online fanboy, but. Uh-huh. That that's that's my dream, man. Wait. Just like fully immersible VR games. Ginger, yeah. maybe, maybe you are a sort of online fanboy. No, would never say that. That sounds like a yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you look in your rearview mirror while you're backing up, okay? Oh man. I thought he was being quiet because he was thinking, what the fuck did he just say? Oh, no, I, oh. I just legit had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have this a lot. Yeah. Though, um, talk real quick, like, it, uh, the whole AR, like, forcibly um, changing your, your area of play. I want to bring up real quick, it is cool, and I want this to somehow transition into Pogo, but the port keys that are in Wizard Unite. Oh, yes. And for those of you who aren't aware, what a port key is, essentially it's a, a ma- an item that's been magically charged that transports you to an entirely separate location. And specifically in Wizard Unite, you know, it's it's a, a fucking shoe or it's something random. Uh, you, you would tap on the port key and your camera would open up and it shows you this big uh, square, like a blue square on the ground. And it asks you to place the port key to make sure you're in a wide open area. And then as soon as you tap the port key, a, a portal opens up and you walk into it. And the camera at that point completely blocks out wherever you're at. So if you're in your living room, your camera is aimed at the, your coffee table. You don't see the coffee table in your camera anymore. You are literally in like a little broom shack or you're in the middle of a bank, in the middle of a house, you're, you're somewhere entirely different, separating yourself from the environment that you're playing in. It's real cool. And when I first did that, that blew my mind to, to think that AR is capable of changing the environment that you're playing in. Oh yes. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. And, and as the, as like the depth perception and as the cameras on our phones get even better. So that we're going to have phones with, you know, six cameras on them soon. So they can actually see through time as well as space. Uh, it's going to be easier for them to paint those textures on existing actual physical surfaces. So you don't trip over that coffee table you just mentioned, right? right? But you yeah. were asking how could that translate to Pokemon Go? No, I, w- I would like to see how that would ah. transition. Like, like how you mentioned earlier, like if we're in a Pokemon, if we're in a in a trainer battle, we can open up because they have that AR shared experience now, right? In Pogo that you can... Right. So what if if you link up in there? So let's say you and me, Chris, we fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll say just for this example, we're in the same room. We're loading up a trainer battle. If we can turn on AR, see our Pokemon literally fight and do the moves in our camera screens. Yeah, that would be incredible. And especially if, right, like in a, in a competition setting, other people could also like sign into that session. And hold their phone up and watch our Pokemon battle. Right. Like I think that's the key to making this a legitimate esport that that would actually have uh, like mass appeal and not just the niche that the battlers already have. Right. 
Guys, what if the phone made the thing exist for real? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> oh, yes, please. Please, yeah. please, 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 if please. I, if I have to wear a dual disc and use a lot of hairspray, oh, I'll do it. it. I'll do okay, it. I'll buy, I'll, buy, I'll buy my motorcycle. Oh, I've got my motorcycle's license. I'm built for this. Let's do it. <laughs> Card games on motorcycles. Card games on them. motorcycles. Protagonist. Protagonist. <laughs> Big brother. <laughs> I just want to dress. I just want to address our listeners instead. <laughs> I just want to address our listeners and say I'm sorry for literally only saying like two sentences during this entire topic. I don't think I've ever played. Well, I've played an AR game because I played Pokemon Go. But to rephrase, I've never played an AR game in which I could use the AR mode. Oh. I thought it was the baby powder. I thought that's what you were busy doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm just listening to you guys talk about the shit I've never played before, and I'm just like, they they sound like they like this. I'm glad I'm happy for them. <laughs> okay, so so then for you, Riley, I had a question. If you don't mind, um, sure. What what would it take for this technology to be compelling enough for you to invest in a device that would would be that for you? Ooh, look That's at look at the special guest busting out the hard hitting questions. <laughs> you got it's it. Almost man. as if he has his own podcast. Uh, it's kind of hard to um describe. I don't think it's the limitation of the technology. It's just that I don't usually go for bigger phones, but like something. I guess if I were to think about something that was at least somewhat realistic in terms of the technology, I guess if it actually like if if it actually like projected outside of the phone, that'd be awesome, and I'd definitely invest at that point. For sure. Okay, that's fair enough. But man, it's quite the exciting time to to be a gamer with everything going on, everything that's being developed. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we're hitting a uh, a fever pitch. In a lot of right. ways, I need to think most games that are being developed now are cross platform. It's absolutely insane. But I think, though, with that being said, you guys, the good high note to leave this topic on. So we're going to cut it here and jump into our bullshit segment. We will be right back. What's up, guys? You enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back to the bullshit segment of the show, you guys. Bullshit away. All right, here's a, here's something I want to ask. Okay, Chris, this is a yeah. good this is a good bit for the bullshit segment. Chris, what's what's up? I want you to tell me why I should listen to GoCast right now. Go. Oh, this is such a thoughtful way to get me to plug stuff. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, well, uh, you know, I was gonna ask about like if you wanted to tell our listeners, but I wasn't gonna ask it in that regard. Jesus, here, I'll, I'll leave the. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna listen to it anyway, but I just think it's a fun little thing. Like, hey, d- describe to me why I should listen to your show. I think it's okay. a fun question. I'll keep it short. I'll keep it tight, and we can save the plugs for the absolute end. So I won't do a full bit here. But um, basically, we're family friendly, and it's 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 a structured show. We have segments just like you guys have here. Um, so it's pretty easy for listeners to follow in what they should have to expect. Um, but also, Kyle, my co-host, and I um, have a, a pretty good dynamic. I mean, we have what, 114 episodes under our belt as of yesterday, so pretty similar to the amount of episodes you guys have on your list as well. Uh, oh, so it's, luck, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a developed show. <laughs> and if you like Pokemon Go, I guarantee you'd, you'd have a good time listening. We, we spend a lot of time on jokes. But we also yeah, you do. put a lot of time on content. I'm, I'm definitely going to give that a listen. He's convinced me, Chris. Good job. Hey, yo, hey, yo. No, uh, for, for, for a future Pokelore segment, do you think, you? because my, my favorite Pokemon's Oshawott, do you think you can do him? Oshawott? Ooh, wait. Yeah. Has, Oshawott hasn't had a community today yet, so absolutely. It's definitely on the docket. Yes. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Oh man! Wait. So, so do you like Oshawa? So you like I Oshawa, but do you do you like his evolutions? Cause... I do. I, I okay. do. I've I've always been a fan of that entire line. I mean, so a little bit disappointed with Samurai, but okay. Overall, I do like the line. I I can't wait for an Oshawa community day. In fact, when the, yeah, that's the, literally the, my problem. Oshawa will get his community day when Snivy gets his. Oshawa True. First. Oh, no. Smug first. Smug leaf. Smug leaf. When, smug when the, the, the buddy system came out, you know, with the, the the different buddy tiers that we got in Pogo, Oshawa was my first one that made a best buddy. Oh, well, I still haven't done a best buddy. Yeah. <laughs> my shiny yeah, Absol was mine started. because shiny Absol. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it started on the long track of maxing out my Shadow Mewtwo. Nice, nice. That's, that's, that's a that's uh, a worthy fun. endeavor. Uh, so, a really question, a really quick question about Samurott. Totally yes. a Digimon, right? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, it's got that Digimon vibe for sure. But no, low, See, low key, you should, you should do cool Ashwada's Pokelore. Okay, do I'll it. make a I note. Love Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said I love you. Oh, I thought you were yelling at your cat. <laughs> Oh. No, I said I love Duat, man. I heard, something, I heard something. I heard something. I heard something about uh, Steve. I'm like, why are you yelling at your cat? I, I yell at Steve all the time, but that's not happening right now. Maybe you shouldn't yell at your cat as much. Steve is True. a little gremlin, and I hate him, but I love him also. No, so to, I, I want to drop drop kick Loki and Odin because I'm getting sick and tired of them fighting at two o'clock in the morning. You're the one who brought Loki back to your apartment. I, I I know, but last night, or I should say, technically this morning, they, the Odin he was he was running around the apartment and he legit jumped on my head with his claws out while I was sleeping. They scared the shit out of me. Wait, man, so you, you get wo- you get woken up by cat fights. I get woken up because Bear wants to snuggle and he want he insists I wake up and pet him. True. Copernicus is the same thing to me. He he gets it's my cat. Oh, Copernic- oh. Yeah. Copernicus he, is great. He goes by cop or copper. Um and That's he'll wake true. me up in the middle of the night. He's like, hey, uh, let me under the covers. I'm like, dude. He's, listen, you Fuck gotta you, dude, I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's what Bear does. Yeah, Bear is my yeah. Bear is my tearless black cat. So oh. 
Yeah. But I was going to say, you Gigi, don't want me to pet him for five minutes, then he'll start biting me, and then I'll be like, all right, time oh, to go. Oh, that's oh, are you hungry, Oreo? That's my my that's my other cat. She she will let you pet her, and then she's like, never mind, feed me. <laughs> I've changed Do you my want mind. Food. But um, <laughs> you were trying to ask me something, Chris. I was. I was going to say, Ginger, you have two cats named Odin and Loki, yep. and you didn't expect them to have some sort of issue. No, I regret <laughs> naming here. Let let me tell you why. I regret naming my orange tabby cat Loki because he's certainly fucking living up to his name. Um, I forgot to feed that cat one time. <clears throat> and, um, you know, granted, I did feed him. And, you know, it was, it was a long day. You know, I pulled my, my uh, gym shorts on that I wear as pajamas. And, you know, I kind of threw myself on the bed. And then my feet slammed down. You know, like how, you know, after a long day, you throw yourself and you just kind of just fall right yeah sure my foot falls right and here i am expecting it to fall into nice cool cool blanket no not not cool uh bed either my the back of my heel falls into what i i can best describe as very warm and squishy <laughs> oh cat shit oh okay yeah you take a nice oh. shit on your bed <laughs> that's what you get for not feeding me dad <laughs> Yeah, and then my my brother's cat Odin. I don't generally forget to feed the cats. It's a routine in the morning to to fill the stuff out, but occasionally, you know, it spaces me. Um, Odin one day because I I forgot to feed him, he tipped over the garbage bag in the kitchen, and literally yeah. trash was fucking everywhere. And when I came home, he was sitting on top of the stairs, just staring at the front door, presumably to wait for me to get home. And I walked up the stairs. Odin was right by my feet. And then he walked into the kitchen and sat down right in the middle of that trash pile. Oh, my gosh. It's like, you fucking ass. <laughs> they, they, cats know what they're fucking doing. They're, they're assholes. They're, they're gifts. They're gifts. They really, really are. Yeah, they're... Cats, cats are cool. I love them, but uh, sometimes I hate them. Dogs. I, as I play with my cat right now. But and bake cookies. Let's go around the room. Cats or dogs? Chris. Oh, I'm a dog person except for this cat. <laughs> All right. Now that's understandable. Mm -hmm. um, Val, cats or dogs? I think I know your answer. <laughs> nah, I'm a cat person. I mean, I like dogs. I don't. There's no, I have no reason to hate about Pepper doing. Okay, well, hang things. on. There's, there's, a, there's this reason why I'm a cat person over a dog person. But. I don't and hate dogs. Her name is Pepper. No, it's not. No, it's not Pepper. It's actually <laughs> my. When I was four, I was at my grandparents' house, and my aunt brought over her dog. She has like a little. It's like a Shih Tzu type thing, Yorkie Shih Tzu mix thing. So it's a small dog, but they put it on a chain, like a chain uh, leash, and they have it when it comes over outside. They have it. They had a chain uh leash that's connected to a tree and he would be on the chain leash outside well when i was like four i was over there it was like a family event or something and i was playing with a ball with my brother and it was like this ball that i brought over i was like super happy i wanted to play with this ball because i was four kid stuff and the ball went over by his uh over by gizmo that's the name of the dog and uh he got really, really happy because he thought we were playing, and he would bonk the ball back with his nose, and it was it was cute. Well, he stopped playing with us, like he fell asleep, and when the ball went over by him, so I walked over to go get it, and this dog wrapped his chain uh 
leash around my ankle and just uh -oh. pull it. <gasps> oh. enough oh, to leave like it. I was like an ATAT. Yeah. yeah, and it hurt like a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, that's no. why I don't like dogs. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I don't. It's not that I don't like dogs, but like I was afraid of dogs for a while after that. But I mean, I've always if it's there's always been there's been very little time in my life where I haven't had a dog. I've always had a cat, but a dog. I think the longest we went without having a dog was three years when I lost my because my we had a a cocker spaniel named Honey, and I had her since oh. I was I had had her. We got her. She was an older dog, and I had her since I was little, and she passed away when I was in middle school. And that that hurt really bad. Like I carried around her dog tags on my keys and stuff for a while. Like that's how oh, bad it was. But yeah. then my oh. then we ended up getting another. We had so we had, didn't have a dog. I think maybe th three or four years. And then we got my sister got a dog named Roxy, and she was her ex boyfriend's dog because they, they couldn't take care of her anymore. So she took her in. But so there's been very there's been very little time gaps where we didn't have a dog. So it's not that I don't like dogs. It's just that there was a point in time in my life where I couldn't handle being around dogs so that's yeah understand that's understandable yeah, cats cats are i mean i have i have cat issues too like i have scars for my cats i don't have any really any scars from a dog cats i have scars you have all emotional over. scars but from a dog i have emotional scars from dogs cats i just right. have physical scars <laughs> it's a trade-off that, that comes in the manual that's the big difference between the two exactly of them. <laughs> exactly yeah. so so if I mean if I had to say I'm a cat if I had to say between cats and dogs I'm a cat person, but I don't have much against any against dogs. It's not it's mm -hmm. not like I hate dogs. It's just growing up I have a reason to approve uh, appreciate cats a little bit more. Definitely. But Gingy hasn't answered yet. Yeah, Gingy. I, I am in the middle. I I love I love dogs. I love cats. I had. A very, very close connection to my dog Missy, who passed away a couple of years ago. She was, she was a sweetheart. She was a beagle corgi. She, oh. she had the face of a beagle, but the body of a corgi. The little butt. Yeah, a little butt. <laughs> oh. She got happy. She, she had a little nub. She had a little oh. nub for her tail. And oh she would God. wag her that little nub. <gasps> honey had a nub for her. Yeah, honey had a nub on her little. tail too. She was. Uh, honey had, had, honey had a nub tail. Favorite story I like to tell of, of Missy is um what one summer summer afternoon, me and my mom were sitting out the on the front 69. patio. Ha 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 ha. Uh, <laughs> funny. Anyway, nice. we were eating uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Yum, delicious. And Missy just sat right in front of me. So I was like, all right, you know what? Fine, Missy, you've been a good girl. Here, have a donut. And it was just a regular plain glazed. It wasn't anything special. And Missy, um, where our uh, front patio is for that house, there's, uh, you know, like a, a bush, the dirt thing, whatever, off to the side. Missy buries it. <laughs> and then Missy go, runs mm -hmm. off, does her puppy thing. She comes back 10 minutes later, digs up the now dirt-ridden donut and eats it. I mean, dogs eat poop, so... That's uh, not surprising. Missy, Missy straight up ate a squirrel. What? Uh, what? Okay. Uh, no. yeah, okay. I, I got to tell this story then. What? Um, no. There used to be a, a giant, giant tree in my mom's front yard. But over time, that tree had died. 
And the, the trunks were so big, they were leveling over my mom's house and potentially the neighbors. So if the tree were to fall down, it would have taken out one of our houses. So we got rid of it. But before that tree disappeared, and you can even ask my mom about this. I'm not bullshitting. But there used to be this, this fucking squirrel that would live there in that tree. And every morning, routine-wise, my mom would let Missy out because she's a fat little little corgi she ain't going nowhere she ain't gonna run off um she would let uh, missy out in the front yard you know to go to go potty and the squirrel would sit in the middle of the front yard waiting for missy and missy would of course see the squirrel she would run after the squirrel try to get at it and i have a picture on my phone but the squirrel would stay just outside of her reach on that tree trunk while missy is trying to climb up to get to the said squirrel one morning that squirrel was a little too arrogant or whatever. It was too slow. Missy got it. And I'm not lying. I am not exaggerating when I say that Missy bit that squirrel in half. That's... Legit ate the squirrel. <sighs> that's, Come on. that's disturbing. I mean, like I've had, I've had my cats bring me home presents and stuff like, you know, mice and stuff, but never a fucking squirrel. No. Like yeah, she, she straight up devoured one. that thing. Oh my god! And I can't tell you how many dentist sticks and crap. Like I took her to uh, the Steve, vet, honestly after she ate that. Steve killed well, a, a big old snake and brought it in once. <gasps> wow! Oh, you got it. That's a Florida cat, though, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Swamp no, cat. the worst. Yeah, no, the worst that my cats have ever brought me was they brought us a. No, they brought us they brought us a baby bunny once, but it wasn't dead. We actually got it. It was actually okay. We got it away from them in time and took it. Um one of my cats attempted to get a possum. <laughs> Just like a baby. It wasn't a big it was like like, a, like like a like a middle aged possum, like nothing too big or anything. But we saw like, it because they were outside. With a good career? Yeah, you know. Oh my god, the most freaked possum. out I've ever been in my life was because of a possum. There was just a possum vibing in my laundry room once. And it <laughs> fucking jumped. <laughs> I just walked in there to get some clean clothes, and there it fucking was. And I just fucking ran inside, and I was freaked out so bad. Hey, it was just trying to do your laundry for you, asshole. You could have thanked hey, it. Hey, listen, you know, it's it's laundry, it's laundromat, local laundromat was closed for the day, and he was having some problems with his washing machine at home. You know, he just he just wanted to do some laundry too. I can't believe you'd be a possum to the idea of him doing his laundry. Fucking puns. I'm going to kill you. Wait, so do we want a palate cleanser from all of this this crazy animal talk? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I'm curious. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm over here just baking cookies. So, oh, there you go. And uh, Riley's got the baby powder. Uh, favorite, <laughs> <laughs> favorite Pokemon. Uh, oh God. Oswald. Yes. Yep. We, yeah. I got, okay, that, I got one out right away. It. I don't have to think about it at all. What is it? Glyscore. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Fucking love Glyscore. He's an awesome flying scorpion. He's a little goofball. He's my favorite. I love him. Was also the first flying ground type. That You're right. Was. That is a very uh, cool type. Uh, wasn't th- no. I think the first flying ground type would have been uh, Glygar. 
Oh, okay. Fair oh, enough. Wow, really? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Where do I turn to my polka uh, fan chip? Good uh, lord. Excuse me, sir. Actually, um, next, the next year, first... Chris gets on the mic all sad. He's like, sorry, the go cast is over. I've had my Pokemon fan life. Let me introduce the Chris, new master, Gingy. What, what happened to you? Oh, yeah, this fucking ginger asshole from this fucking Pixels podcast. This fucking gingerbread man, let me tell you. Not the gumdrop buttons. Val, did you answer do you have a favorite pokemon no. so yeah that's hard i'm 100 mm-hmm. percent honest if i had to pick one pokemon it would probably be luxray Ooh, okay that's but, also a great choice but honestly it's hard to pick because like starter wise it's between it's mainly bulbasaur um I am a Bulbasaur person. I like Bulbasaur. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Bulbasaur. Propaganda, um, propaganda, propaganda. Exactly. Exactly. If I had to pick like an Eevee, I prefer Leafeon. Close second is Espeon. If I had to pick a legendary, it's not happening. <laughs> but like, and then like newer Pokemon, if you, cause you can see my picture, Galarian Ponyta. Cause I just think it's beautiful. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair enough. What, but what if I had to you, pick one, if I had to pick one Pokemon, yeah, it's Luxray. Okay. Uh, for myself, uh, Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil is an easy okay. choice. Uh, second runner-up is Caesar. Love Caesar to death. He, he's he's a monster in Pokemon. Yep, he, he is. Sure is. Now here's uh, same vein question. Do any of you guys have a favorite mythical? Because my my answer right off the bat would have been Mew, but after po- uh, you know, let's go Pikachu and Eevee and Pokemon oh, Go, no. Melmetal. Oh, okay, Melmetal, not Meltan. All right, all no, right. Melmetal is, is uh, when I made the comment earlier when I just straight up raffle stomp through Sierra. I only use my Melmetal. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's uh, really good. Uh, it, it's my only sh- uh, shiny Melmetal. I can't wait for when they bring that event back so we can get more shinies. But yeah, it's, um, the Melmetal that I have, he's almost shouldn't, maxed out. I just need to put more Shouldn't that event be starting him. in a couple weeks? In the, because... Yeah, when the connectivity opens up. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, soon. Connectivity should be, yeah, it should be opening up relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Um, he, my Melmetal is almost maxed out. Um, and I have... Uh, two charge charge moves on him as well. He has, um, I think it's the Thunder Shock being his quick move, and then I have Superpower and Rock Slide running for my Melmetal. And Rock, Rock Slide on Melmetal is is so clutch over and over and over again. Hands down. Yes, definitely. But He's favorite mythical is such a hard question. Um, because I like don't engage with them enough to really develop like a relationship with the mythical. Like it's easy for me Fair to enough. say Cyndaquil, right? You know, because Second Dragon is my favorite. I hang out with him for like you know all 100 hours of that playthrough, or whatever. But mythicals, you you pick them up and then you feel bad using them, so you toss them in a box. You know, uh, maybe Celebi because Muse seems too straight up, and I don't really care for Jirachi, and the rest of them are just like eh to me. Celebi is probably the win. Not bad. Not bad. I guess you can say only time will tell. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with you. Know, I'm, I'm so with you. <laughs> so I Val, found the, who's um, your favorite mythical? <laughs> um, 
Who could it be? Probably Shaman. Oh, I forgot. Regular about the Shaman or Sky Shaman? Both. I like both of them. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, everybody would. Uh, most people would choose Sky Shaman, obviously more because it's more competitive. But I don't mind either of them. I think Shaman is adorable, regardless. However, I do remember when I took a family vacation to Florida to go to like Disney World and Epcot and stuff. We stopped at the Pokemon Center in Florida, and Wait, there's I had a Pokemon picked, Center in Florida. It's at it's at uh, Epcot Studios. And we didn't stop there, Riley. God damn it. It's Epcot, it's Epcot or Universal, one of the two. Regardless, they have a Pokemon Center there. And I do remember, I still have it. I believe it's on my bed, actually. I bought the Pokemon Center ex- uh, uh, Mew plushie. Nice. And it's super adorable. I love it to death. It's one of my favorite things. But I do have a Shaman plushie that's also in my room. And I do have, Jinji wants to steal it. I have a sleeping Victini. That goes in my car, so it's hey, the king laying down on his. Yeah, but mine's sleeping. Mine's sleeping. It's adorable. Yours well, is awake. Yours it. is awake. They'll take it. No, you're not. It's, it's in my car. That's okay. That's all so, right. I have a sleeping bikini in my car. It's in I my car. You. you will not get it. <laughs> Riley, who's your favorite <laughs> mythical? Riley. Uh, yeah, Riley. I apologize. Um, Riley! You want to know what my favorite mythical is, Jinji? Yes. See, You see, this is both a dig towards you and my real answer. Deoxys. Oh, are we really gonna... Okay, you know what? We'll end are this we... bullshit segment with a question for you, Chris, before, oh, we, yeah. before you what, wrap the show up. What's we, good? We have had this our argument before. Do you consider Deoxys a mythical Pokemon? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I had faith in you, Chris. Here, let, let me let me look up Bulbapedia really quick and give you a straight answer. All I think mythical Bulbapedia. Pokemon have been locked behind events. You can't just willy nilly get Dark them Cry anymore. Was. Right, but Dark if you want to, was originally an event though. So, so here's the thing. I'm going to say if you if you're choosing to 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 put your hat or hang your hat on rather on one particular thing that it's an exception of, there are so many other exceptions in the mythical world as well. There, Manaphy can. There's breeding. That's the only mythical that can breed. I mean, there's several examples that differentiates one from the pool. But on Bulbapedia, it says uh, Deoxys is a psychic type mythical Pokemon introduced in Generation Three. Uh, mm. I I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry to I'm so sorry. Was Dark, wait, was Dark Ray Gen three at the Dark Gen? No, Gen four. No, Deoxys. Yeah. Deoxys. Deoxys Gen three. Oh, I a heard Dark Ray streams Dark down Jinji's eye as he clicks the unsubscribe button on GoCast. I would not do that. <laughs> send me a hate mail. It's like this because you disagree with me. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to send a hate mail. I'm going to send a fucking voicemail. Ooh, <gasps> do it, voicemail. please. You know what? Maybe I will. I'm over here just wrapping. You know what? I'm over here just wrapping a plate in tinfoil while you guys are arguing. And, and you should make that a pokeball. Do you think the Oxus is a mythical? Yeah, but but because it's written down somewhere, we're just gonna get roasted by the fandom. <laughs> 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 like, like, what do you mean? And I'm sure I'm sure Chris has already 
plugged potentially that he's going to be on this podcast they're gonna be like you literally mm. said on this other podcast that it's a mythical so why the fuck are you asking me this <laughs> right. i'm gonna yeah, get a bunch of let me right yeah but, i'm gonna um, like get a bunch of like let me google that for you links just responded to that tweet be like okay <laughs> <laughs> let me google that for you well <laughs> now that like... uh we're, we're reaching the end uh, here for for the show. Um, Chris, do you want to go into more detail about your podcast to let our listeners know? Let us know where they can find you. Oh, for and sure. All that I'll, fun, fun stuff. I'll keep it quick. I'll keep it straightforward. If you like Pokemon Go and you like weekly podcasts, and from the sounds of this group, it, it might be the case. If you're listening to this and you enjoy it, the weekly format's pretty fun. Pokemon's really cool. Pokemon Go in particular... Is a, is a sweet niche that that we sit in. Again, we have an emphasis on goal setting. We cover the news every single week. Um, and if you want to find out more about our show, you can go to gocastpodcast.com. You can also pretty much find us on every single platform for podcasts just by typing in gocastpodcast, and you'll find us. And uh, I think the show speaks for itself. If you like Pokemon and Pokemon Go in particular, I, I'd, I'd nary a bet that you'd like it. Okay. So Chris was uh Yes. Yes. In the bridge. How unprofessional, Riley. You mute when you're gonna your yell your mother. <laughs> I thought I was muted. I you were not. Where did I put my tinfoil? I think I was already muted and I unmuted thinking I was muting. Oh gotcha. You were about to ask On me a completely question, unrelated note, I lost my tinfoil. I found it. We're good. Oh, no. oh good. Yeah, woo. It's on your bed. You were saying something, Riley? Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Um, I was asking Chris, was Gingy muting, or is there actually a voicemail segment on your show? Yes, there is. We have a mail segment. You can send in emails to mail at and We have a voicemail line as well. We play those when people send them in. Uh, and uh, the show is family-friendly, so if you send one in that is not, I will peek out some of the <laughs> swears or edit it down to size. <laughs> you I will, I will keep it PG. That's adorable. Yep. Though, if if I can, I make a uh, request. If I ever send in a voicemail that does have some not kid friendly words, instead of peekying them out, can can you Oshawott them out for me? Oshawott, sure. try sure. yes. <laughs> <laughs> just every uh, single time, it just won't even be because the Pika is nice and tight, right? It's like Pika, like Pika, you right? It'd be like Oshawott. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, it's just cry from the game. It's whatever horrifying shriek he makes in Gen 5. <laughs> <laughs> Some horribly distorted MIDI sound. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Man, but uh, Riley, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Riley Tweets. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Riley Streams, where, as I stated before, I'm playing some Kingdom Hearts. Find me on YouTube as Riley Brooks. You could find a couple of the podcasts that I do. Pokemon Variety Hour, a show where we talk about all all the Pokemon topics that ever exist in the whole world. Chris, we gotta, Chris, if you're down, we got to get you on that at some point. Oh, for you, sure. I'm definitely interested in, in giving it a listen, at the very least. And yeah, I'd love to. All right. Cool. Yeah, that can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or at anchor.fm slash pbh. And then there's... Um, <clears throat> The MoCast, which is at anchor.fm slash the-mo-cast, or on YouTube if you look up the MoCast. And I do, I do. I just want to say the last three episodes of the MoCast have kind of been a dream come true in a way. They haven't come out yet, but hopefully at least one of them will have by the time 
you uh here by the time you hear the show. Um, we had um, Asterios Coconos, who is a comedian I really enjoy, on for two episodes in a row. And then after that, we had this uh, we had a YouTuber I'm a big fan of named Digi on as well. So a nice string of, of episodes that made me fanboy. <laughs> nice. All right. And oh, the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Yeah. Well, all right, Val, where can people find you? Well, other than baking cookies in my kitchen, you can find me on Twitter at LoneWolf8012. And you can find me chilling in uh, Twitch streams, mainly Gingies, as BotNotBot. Bot. And bot, not I'm bot. actually, no, I'm actually not kidding. It, there is a BotNotBot. Bot. It is not <laughs> my t- my Twitch. It is somebody else's Twitch. And they keep jumping in and taking my job. I really, I, I don't know who it is, but in my heart, it's, my heart says it's Colo, and I really hope it's Colo, because that sounds like a Colo troll op. There's literally another Twitch account that's called Bot Not Bot, and they jumped in, and I was like, hold the fuck up. I really hope that's a Colo troll op, but I think my heart is saying it's Colo, my brain is saying it might be Red Star. Who knows? But um, you can find me and my personal Twitter at rage or at uh, yeah, raging Gingy. So I almost forgot my shit. Your personal Twitter at PPAF Podcast. Yeah, yeah. You are uh, the podcast. No, you can now. follow the show on Twitter at PPAF Podcast. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, um, minus leaving us an email that you can do, uh, which is pp and f podcast at gmail um, you can also join our wonderful Discord community that we have set up. The God link damn for it! That I forgot again. Is always in the show description. We also have a voicemail that we can do as well. If you guys would like to leave a voicemail for us to play during the show, we can certainly do that. And I have yet to memorize that phone number. So give me put it in the show notes. Two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, the phone number is always in the show notes, but um yeah, the phone number that you guys can call is 402-370-6355. If you guys would like to leave Kenji, I just want to say I've welcome. been every time we've started the show for like the past 4 weeks now, I've been like today I'm going to bring back the I'm all ears thing. I'm going to do it today and then I forget by the end every time. Can we talk for a moment how I was told mid-show, hey, Val, can you go and uh, make some cookies because your mom wants some? And I was like, of course, I can go make cookies for mom. You know, she just had surgery. I feel like I should do that. And my mom's passed the fuck out as all these cookies are done. (laughs) 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 What a waste of fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, that's that's everything. So I wanted to be the first. Did did Chris plug? Yeah, he was the first one who plugged. Sure did. Oh. Uh, I didn't plug okay. Twitter feeds and stuff, but that's all on the, yeah. on the website. Plug again. So no, I need your. I was I was listening for your Twitter specifically, and I never got it. Oh, for real? Okay. Uh, at cpunes <laughs> cpuens for my personal one, and at gocast podcast for the podcast. Uh, cp what? I'm sorry. <laughs> cpuens. Cpuens. Mm-hmm. Should show up as gocast Chris. I imagine that one will be significantly easier to find without the. Could be. But um, 
I, I would like to be the first one to uh, to say thank you so much for coming on this week, Chris. Absolutely, I've been I've been so excited to record this show when I first reached out to you. Oh, hey, likewise, and thank you for having me on. I was very excited when you asked me to do so. I don't get to uh, spread my my podcasting wings beyond Pokemon Go very often, and this was this was really really fun. So thanks again for having me on. And nice we to would, meet you, I have, Riley and yeah, Val. Absolutely. Thanks. Absolutely. I have multiple podcasts of multiple genres, and I will have you on them all because you have a nice voice and you're cool. Oh, <laughs> that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. You hear that, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, we will have to uh, pull you on for another another show in the very near future. You bet. Absolutely. But um. Thank you guys very much for listening to the 115th episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the video game podcast that talk about anything under the video game sun. I've been your host, Genji. I've been eating a cookie and also a bell. <laughs> I've been playing in augmented reality and also Riley. I've been editing everybody on Twitter and I'm Chris. thank you guys very much for tuning in we will see you all next week bye 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 bye